WSJU Radio, DJ Mad Max on the airwaves here for the Conspiracies, Crimes, and Curses podcast. Coming to you live from the borough of Queens, as you all know, WSJU The Voice. And then my great co-host is on the phone lines, Tony Pavetta. How are you doing tonight, Tony? I mean, what a disgrace. I, I turned on this trailer here in the back room because I heard that it now dropped. Now, I haven't seen it. Oh, it's, it's horrible. It's one of the worst things I think I've ever seen. I watched the teaser trailer here yesterday because someone said that the trailer dropped in the back room. And I said, okay, let me put on the trailer. So it was the official teaser. So I put the teaser on. I was like, this is just a piece of just trash. And then all of a sudden, today the trailer, or wait, no, that was Tuesday. Okay, yeah, Tuesday was when I watched the teaser, and then today the official trailer drops by Universal. Yep. And now I put this on, and it's just garbage. Now, is Tony Todd um, reprising his role? (sighs) I don't know. That's the thing. From what I've seen from the trailer, no. But if you could see this trailer, Pavena. He's got to he's got to be Candyman in some form in this. He's got to be. This isn't Michael Myers where you can just put on a mask, put any random in a mask, and have him walk around. This isn't Jason. Freddy, yeah. Yeah, it was terrible. It was horrible. You can't have Freddy without Robert England. You cannot. And what do you think, like, turned you off about the trailer? I just didn't like it. Just the whole reimagining of the the film. This is a classic from the 90s. And, and we're going to – and I don't like the twist that it was put on it. There's just – if you just watch the trailer, it, it's too modern. You know what I mean? It's too current times issue when you look yeah, at the trailer. You know, like, film today, man. You know Hollywood today. It's all got to be modernized. Of course, and it's just what an abomination. And I could be a big critic on movies at times, but I mean Jordan Peele. I think he's one of the most overrated movie creators of this day and age. I really do. I sat down and I watched Us. That movie was terrible to me. It just didn't make any sense. Makes no sense. I'm. Sitting there at the end of the movie, I watched it back in November in the back room of the station here, and I just don't get the hype. Where's the freaking hype? I watched Get Out a couple years ago. I love the message. I get it. You know, that will, there's just insane white people out there that could maybe do such a thing in just a weird world, and even in this one possibly. And when I watched Get Out, I was disappointed. I thought it could have been very better, and it wasn't. Like teenage life, you know, high school stuff like that. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, in high school, which you see with those themes in Scream and Nightmare on Elm Street, of course. Absolutely. We're talking about a genius with Wes Craven, though. A genius. Jordan Peele, they make this guy out like he's Steven Spielberg. Give me a break. You know what I mean? does a lot with with people of color um, and I respect that I do respect that as well I respect that and I just feel the delivery in his films could be way better they're so overhyped and everyone just bows down to him and this is the the, the new day and age in which everyone just buys into everything that's out there because it gets a rave review from critics you don't have to buy into the rave reviews from the critics out there. You know, just because Drake drops a song doesn't mean it's a hit. Just because Jordan Peele releases a movie that pleases the audience of was moviegoers today doesn't mean it's a great movie. It's you know, not. I remember, when, I remember when Hendrick released Damn. Oh, that was an abomination. How do you feel about that? I say, like, like, really? You want to know what song I was listening to today? What song? Um, what's it called? Kareem, Karam by, uh, by, uh, uh, what's it, uh, Wu-Tang? Oh, Cream, yeah. Cream? Yep. That's a classic. It is. Song. Like, that's an actual, like, song mm-hmm. in, like, in like that genre, and I'm not even, and I and I'm not even into hip hop. And when like, and when I played that song, like you could just like, like you could just feel it. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And that's what's missing in today's music. Exactly. Hip hop. Well, I'll, I'll narrow it down. Hip hop. Because I understand how you cannot really like this this version of Candyman, but. <sighs> You have to watch the trailer. You have to watch the trailer, Pavento. When we're done, when we're off air, I'm going to send you the link, or if you want to look it up, I need your. I really do need your opinion on this because this is just awful. Well, there's a lot of reimagining that that's going to be happening. There's a scene in the trailer, Pavento, where this guy is trying to escape throughout the door, and he just falls face flat on the floor. <laughs> it's just give me a break. And the voice, the voice is just awful. Awful. Yeah. Awful. Can we please get Tony Todd's vocals, please? <laughs> awful. You should, like, you should, like, actually, no, well, Tony Todd is probably now busy, but, like, with all these, like, probably, like, prepping up to, like, market this, market this, this freaking movie. <sighs> so I figured it would be hard for you to get get him to come back. Yeah, I talked to him about this. I knew this was coming because when I talked to him about this back in, we did the pre-record in September, I aired it in October, we talked about the Candyman in the in the works from Jordan Peele. And now that I've seen it come to fruition and I'm seeing it in the light now, this is horrible. What would he say? 
I mean, he's he's a fan of Jordan Peele. He thinks that he he was going to do a great job with this. I asked him if he was going to be involved with the film. He didn't want to say at the time. It's just I don't know. Maybe I really don't want to insult him. That's my main goal. If he's fine with this film, that's his opinion. And you know, this is them carrying on the tradition of Tony Todd. There's no Candyman without Tony Todd. There just isn't. There, there really isn't. So I want to get to the main topic of tonight. Oh yeah, that's right. And you sent this sent this topic to me. What was it on Monday? Yep, it was about this this kid in Australia. His name was I keep on forgetting how to pronounce his name. Is it Quaden Braille? Oh yeah, I think I think that's how you pronounce it. Quaden Braille or Braille. I'll say Quaden Braille. Um. So essentially, here's how the story starts. And you researched this, right? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I saw the video online and people questioning him. Yep. So a couple of weeks ago, a woman in Australia sends out a video on Twitter of, of her son, devastated, just crying, sitting down in a chair, just saying how he's been bullied in school and... um he is basically saying that he will commit suicide because he doesn't have anywhere else to go. Mm-hmm. He, he's, he's getting tormented by, by kids at his school. And the mother is saying that he is nine years old, which is what I truly believe, that he is nine years old, which was proven. He, was a, he is nine years old now. Mm-hmm. So after the video went out, it became viral, huge. Like, it was actually trending on Twitter. for. Like, it was. I, I saw that. Like, I think, like, two days. Yeah. And this, and then this comedian in America, his name is Brad Williams, um, started, a, started a GoFundMe for the kid. Said that if, you, if we raise funds for this kid, we could send him to, to Disneyland in California. And, um... I don't know if there was anything more that the funds were going to go to. All I know is that it was Disneyland. I don't know if they were going to pay for him to maybe go and get transferred to another school, or I have no idea what else was in that GoFundMe. They ended up raising over $600,000 from this GoFundMe. $600,000. Wow. And then came the questioning. People started questioning whether this kid was even nine years old. Some people were questioning even if he was even getting bullied because another video surfaced of a very identical kid holding a big wad of cash, cursing and swearing, and, you know, just like not yeah. acting like, not acting like a kid. Like, uh, you've seen it, right? Yeah. It's like, it, it's pretty funny. It is. And, and like, and then there's the whole debate online with people saying, no, it's real. How could you, how could you say that about this kid? And then, there, and then there's the other side that's saying, come on, you people are getting, are, are getting finessed. Yeah. Like, like insane. Like, because people are under the impression that this kid, Quaid and Braille, is, is an actor. 
that is just playing a part so that the mother can just make money. You know, six $600,000 is not a small amount of money. No, it isn't. It's a lot. It's a lot of money. What did really come out, though, was that the video is real. The kid was being bullied. But what I apparently the kid I'll say this, apparently the video is the video is four years old. So Really? I didn't I didn't even see that. Four or five that that was what someone I listened to a podcast another podcast I listened to and they said that that's what they've heard. And they said that the video is four to four to five years old. I think it was four years old, so the video is is of the kid really getting bullied and tormented, but he's but he's five years old. Now he's nine years old, so he's probably fine now. Mm-hmm. The, and they suspect that the mother put this video out and made it go viral to get money and to get all this special treatment. And to be honest, there. We may never honestly know what the video is, and we may not. We may never know if it's for real, mm-hmm. how old the kid is. Although we do actually know. I'm sorry, the, 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 the kid is actually nine years old. Yeah, there's proof. But this is just one of the main reasons why social media is a cancer on society, and mm-hmm. you cannot. No one can ever deny that. It could be very beneficial to somebody. It could be very beneficial to people who are in who are in who are in show business, who are in sports, who are in the music industry. But for an everyday average Joe Schmo, it can be toxic. It can be a cesspool. And it's situations like this. And it's not even just about the kid and his mother. It's about the fact that we have just aggressive and toxic debates on Twitter mm-hmm. where people are cussing out each other saying, saying, how could you say that about a kid who's getting tormented? And then it's back and forth saying like, saying like, how could you be so stupid as to, as to believe such nonsense? These people just want your damn money. Like, and it never ends. It'll never end. And Social media, I look at it as most of the time, it's just one big argument. No one could ever see eye to eye. If you have an unpopular opinion on something, which I do sometimes, you can't have that opinion. There's always someone coming around and telling you, oh, that's wrong. Well, who the hell are you? Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's just always what? someone fighting. Absolutely. But do you want to know a little other uh Side back into this. Um, so apparently, people people now don't trust anything on that site anymore. Yeah, no. There was there, there was a um, situation. I think this was like a couple of years ago, or like last year. There was another kid. His name was his name was Ke- uh, Keaton Jones. Mm-hmm. Keaton Jones was from America. I think he suffered from, I think it was either Asperger's or some form of autism. Um, I have no idea. And um, there's a video of him sitting in his mom's car or something like that. He was sitting in a car, and he was also crying 
saying that you know I'm being I am being bullied in school and I just and I'm just like and I don't really want to live mm-hmm. and and it's almost like the same video as this kid from Australia so and then another GoFundMe is made and I don't and I haven't researched into how much money that GoFundMe made but it turned out later on that after the kids and the family got the money mm-hmm. they got all the trips you know they got the, I think the kid got to meet like athletes and stuff like he was going to he was going places from that video mm-hmm. it turned out later on the kid was like the kid was like racist and he would like and he would like verbally bash minority um, uh, minority kids in his class and eventually <laughs> if you're getting bullied like that no I'm not no I am not POC I am I don't understand like that sort of like you know if you're getting bashed like that you're gonna you're gonna want to fight yeah <laughs> you're, 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 you're gonna go back yeah you know what I'm saying? so <laughs> So the kid was right. Like he was getting bullied, and he and he, he was crying for being tormented. But like, but like, <laughs> he did it first. Yeah, he started it. Aggressor. He started yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> so that's where people get the ideas of like, don't don't just take everything at face value. Yeah. And that's what really scares me too about social media too, especially Twitter. Because you can have any sort of crackpot parent saying, you know, you know, we're really struggling for cash. How about we just make a video, make it, make it viral, start a GoFundMe, make some big money. It happens to anybody. Anybody can do that. Of course. It's so easy. Anyone can make a quick buck nowadays. It's just, un- and you don't even have to be good at anything. If one thing goes viral, up, oh, that's it. You're getting paid big bucks. Absolutely. Um, it's just it's just a big cesspool, man. It, there's no sort of common ground on anything anymore. And there isn't. And I have another thing I wanted to bring up, and this could relate to Twitter. How about the conspiracy around LeBron if he was at Kobe's memorial or not? How about that? Oh, that's another thing, too. And he's going to catch a lot of flack for that. And it's and it, you know what? It's such a shame because that memorial service was was so amazing. It was that we have to like just just worry about worry about LeBron yeah. being there. Was he there or was he not there? I have no idea. But why should we care? Yeah. Like why should anybody care? That's the big question. That people should really start asking on Twitter. Yeah. Like, why should you care? Mm-hmm. Is it like the message that it would send? Do I don't. I don't know. If I was LeBron, I would have went. But you know, his decision is his decision. If he wasn't there, I kind of find it a little questionable because a lot of people went. You know what I mean? I think it was important for LeBron to be there. You know what I mean? Because you look at all the people that gave speeches. You know what I mean? All the people that gave speeches there. 
between Kobe's wife, Michael Jordan, Shaq, the head coach of UConn. Oh, yeah. UConn's women basketball team, that is. And the, and the GM from the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, Rob Polinka. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it is kind of weird how he, if he wasn't there. I I just don't get it if he wasn't. But I know that was a big conspiracy. And when he was asked the question if he was there or not, he kind of just dodged it. He gave an answer dodging the question. Yeah, because he has, cause he has, he has games to play. You know, the, you, you know, the Lakers are, you know, number one seed. Yeah. In the, in the West. Mm-hmm. They've got bigger things to, like, worry about, you know? Kobe's, Kobe's thing was a tragedy. It was horrible. But, I mean, we, 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 we've gone past the service. You know, people were... It's amazing. The service took place, I think, what, like, a month after the tragedy? Yeah. So like, and people were starting to like move on, and then, and then this thing, and then and then the service happened, and then all the emotions came back. So now people just want to move on and like, you know, honor honor Kobe's memory, but also just like move on with their lives. Yeah. Like LeBron just wants to play. That's the thing. That's the thing I respect the most about LeBron. Like, just he just wants to like play. Yeah. Like, like, he honestly just wants to play. Now, he may be outspoken about, like, politics and stuff like that, and he, and he has done that before. But, like, but like in the end, I think he just wants to play. I, th- I think you're right. I haven't really oh, yeah. seen it from that standpoint. Now that I put myself in that position, I see differently. I get that. I get it. It's just everyone questioning them and just how big of a story that was. But um, another thing, too, about the uh, Quaid and Braille story, mm-hmm. they got a, he got some uh, celebrities to, like, to, like, make videos on Twitter. Case in point. Really? Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman was one of the celebrities. Hugh Jackman made a video on Twitter. You could find it. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Do you know Jeffrey Dean Morgan? Uh, Negan, right? Yeah, in the... Uh, Walking Dead. Yep, he made a video, too. Saying, like, I know that you're struggling right now, but, you know, you are a friend, but you always be a friend to all of us. Like, and, like, crazy. Imagine if this is just all a hoax. It is. But that's the thing, though. Like, on social media, it's so easy to, like, it's so easy to freaking play people. Oh, yeah, and I know plenty of people that, you know, play people. Uh Uh-huh. On social media or just in general? In general. I know know some closed people by who do that. (laughs) Lots, well... A few. <laughs> I'll say a few. <laughs> I'll say a few. Yeah. 
No, but it's just it, insane. Like, you could be, like, that mother, like, could have, like, you could make any sort of video. You could, uh, you could make a video right now saying, like, oh, I'm being tormented right now. And to be honest, I don't know where else to go with life. Yeah. Like, well, now, well, the thing is, you're older. Like, you're in, like, you're in your 20s. It's different for you because you're, uh, you're an adult. Yeah. Different with kids, but just grab, but just grab any kid, any young kid that you know. It's scary. It is. Now, I don't. No, I don't want to be here saying that that the whole thing is fake because you know bullying is an actual like terrible thing, and bullying is actually gone. It's actually gone worse in recent times. You know, like it's it, it hasn't gotten better, and. Um, the rate of uh, suicide has, has gone up too. Mm. People are just, especially kids, they're just not happy. Not happy going to school, you know, because kids are very tough, you know, and you can agree with that. Yeah, I could. I think we've all been bullied at one point in our lives. We all have. We all have. Now, you're more susceptible to be bullied when you're when you're both when you're younger, because kids. Kids don't understand how words can affect people. Yeah. Like they don't. Like kids don't understand that if you say this, the person will feel this way. Like they don't get that. That's why kids. That's why they say that kids are cool. Yeah. You know I'm like it's, now adults that bully. That's a whole different thing. That's a matter of maturity. It's all about being mature. Yeah, and and you you've said this plenty of times. Not even about Twitter and the Twitter comments. How about the YouTube comments? Oh, YouTube is horrible. YouTube is bad. I've seen the N word on there more times than I think I've seen videos. And and this is. Are you watching politics videos? Political videos on occasion. I try really not to, but. Just a lot. Ugh. There's a lot of vitriol out there. There's a lot of bullying. Yeah. Bullying sucks, but you can't do anything about it. Bullying, bullying will never, ever be extinguished from the world. No. You can tell. Sadly, not. You can tell. You, you can tell everybody that you need to treat people this way with kindness and friendship, and live in the spirit of friendship. And it won't, it won't change the thing. Yeah. Do you know how many um, assemblies, different programs that I've seen throughout my school life? How many? That involve anti-bullying? More than I can count. <laughs> you can have parents tell you. You can have teachers tell you. You can have principals tell you. You can have cops tell you. Mm. To not bully somebody. And it doesn't end. And I'll and like you said, it never will. It never will last, you know. And I feel bad for Quaid and Braille, but we will, we'll, we'll, we'll never know. But just like the whole debate itself is rough to look at. Rough. It is. Oh man, but are you ready to wrap this up, man? Yeah, I'm ready to wrap this up, and 
And I actually have some very interesting topics to cover. Maybe we maybe we should push it to October. I don't know. Uh, there's a couple things I was researching in Jersey that I want to cover with you that are very interesting, and and I'll send you some details on it. But yeah, but I'm looking forward to our future episodes and what, what we discussed. But tonight was just a great show, and I know we've been planning to do this since Monday. We actually had topics instead of just going off of you know what we usually do with the Variety Podcast. We actually brought great topics to the table here today. And I will say this. You can follow the Conspiracies, Crimes, and Curses podcast on Instagram. Oh, actually, Twitter at the CX3 podcast. That is CX3 podcast. You can follow me on Instagram at the Real Max T-H-E-R-E-E-L-M-A-X. And, Tony, tell them where they can follow you on Instagram. At T-A-N-O-O-C-H-9-6. Yes, and that's pretty much it. 7.48 p.m. We are... Signing off, and Paveni, you want to give the final words as usual? Yeah, so thank you, everybody, for tuning in on this, on this cold Thursday. And windy. And windy Thursday night. We will see you next time, everybody. So long. Yes, so long, everyone.